0: Good morning and welcome to this week's Live session brought to you today by Site, where we provide property management solutions for growing agencies. My name is Shanley Draper and with me today is a delightful Terry Handy, co-founder of Site and property management expert as well as Curtis Prada, our rent specialist from realestate.com.au. Hi Curtis.
1: Hello, it's good to be here. How are you ladies?
0: So good and so good to have you here. Um, we are really looking forward to today's conversation with you, which is around the easiest conversation you will ever have uh, when it comes to recovery marketing dollars. But firstly, we just want to say thank you for tuning in with us today. We will be reading your comments and questions throughout the conversation, so please feel free to chime in at any time. And if you're joining us today via our podcast, we just want to say hello to you as well, and we hope you're having a great day. Um, before we dive in, we like to start each conversation with some gratitude. So we will start with you, Terry. What are you grateful for today? I'm
2: de- I'm really grateful for discovering overnight oats, and I know that sounds really strange, but these have literally transformed transformed my life. I love yeah. them, amazing.
0: Awesome. Oh, so yeah. Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, what am I grateful for?
0: Ooh. Oh, put it on the spot.
1: I am grateful for uh, I think very very lucky to have uh, a good family and a good friends network. I think sometimes we can all forget. Um, how lucky we are to have amazing people in our lives. So I'll just say I'm lucky to have great people around me, including yourselves.
0: Awesome. Cool. Well, Terry usually asks me what I'm grateful for and she just forgot. So I'm going to tell you what I'm grateful for. Uh, (laughs) So I actually had you, Curtis. So um, just having an amazing friendship of 17 years, I'm pretty grateful for that. And it's really cool um, to work alongside the people that you like in the industry. Um, And I love that we get to cross paths and do this kind of stuff together. So I'm really grateful for you. And I'm grateful that you have given us your time today. That um, means a lot to us
1: my pleasure. And for those of you that don't know, when Shonley got married, I was her man of honour. And famously, uh, we joked about it. I didn't actually joke about it. She joked about it. I personally felt uncomfortable about doing it. I thought it was a joke until... Um, I was directed to go to the front uh, of the altar. So, yeah, we're pretty close.
0: We are. I wasn't joking about it. You should have known that. Um, so, anyway, let's move on and let's talk about today's conversation. I'm actually going to jump off now and I'm going to leave you guys to it. Uh, and Terry's going to guide the conversation from here. But enjoy. And thank you again for being here, Curtis.
1: Pleasure.
2: Oh, uh, I'm like all that warm, fuzzy stuff that was just happening and now I feel a little bit uncomfortable, Curtis. Yes. But <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> anyway. <be comfortable. laughs> all right. So this is such a great topic that we're going to cover today. And yeah, like Sean said, thanks so much for joining us. Um I'm so keen to hear you share some of your vast amounts of knowledge around this very subject because I think it's something you probably come up against um, all the time. And I would probably have to say asking an owner for money for advertising is not something property managers generally look forward to. Um, I've never had one of them say to me, I just love recovery marketing dollars. It feels so good. So I also find it's one of those things that you quite often have to revisit with a client. It Guys, it doesn't matter if it was written in their managing authority three years ago, we're actually going to have to raise the subject um, with a client each time their property is about to be marketed. So, and like you, it's not like you say it once, okay, and then you never have to go there again. So, I think this is going to be really, really valuable today. So, is that something you've found in your experience, Curtis?
1: Absolutely, Terry. And I think, you know, for me, uh, in my world at realestate.com.au, obviously, uh, we are focused a lot on marketing. Uh, and marketing is no longer free. I think the first part of this conversation is the mindset uh, of the change that's happened in the world. I think ultimately back in the day, people would advertise and they'd probably do that in the newspaper and they'd pay for that. You might remember back in the day, people paying a dollar a letter for an ad on a Saturday Um, Then the internet came around in sort of the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, and it started out being free. Uh, And then since then, you know, with millions of people using the internet now to find property, uh, there is a cost associated with that. So Mm -hmm. first and foremost, a big thing that's changed is digital advertising is no longer free. You can't advertise on Facebook for free. You can't advertise on Google for free. uh, And so if you want eyeballs, you have to pay for them. However, what the challenge we found is, uh, landlords, investors that have invested for twenty or thirty years haven't been brought on that journey, and so this is where I think the conversation generally starts: is um, what are your landlords paying for now?
2: Okay, that's a really good way of putting it. And and you know, how, what are we prepared to pay to get eyeballs on our property? And when you when you mentioned the the newsletter or the newspaper, rather, I um, had a little smile to my face because it's actually something tangible that they could buy themselves, like they were actually buying it to see it, whereas now, um, you know, everyone just accessed the internet and, you know, you can see your property there. It didn't cost you anything to have a look at it. But, yeah, that that whole concept of paying to have eyeballs looking at it is really, really good. So, like, in many places across Australia at the moment, like, the, the market is actually really good. Like, it's, in fact, it's, like, what did we say, hot. So where I live, as an example, in regional Queensland, there's a huge shortage of available properties um, and we have multiple prospective tenants visiting open homes and then multiple applications um, being received for each property. And you mentioned earlier to me, Curtis, that this hot market is actually really making it harder for property managers to have these conversations. Um, So what kind of objections are they getting from their clients at the moment?
1: Yeah, I think, so, you know, you, we have some great friends that are, that are mutual clients in uh, Rockhampton and I was there in October last year yeah. and that's yeah. sort of when this started, ultimately, this, so there, first of all, there are two markets, rental markets in Australia. Um, I have been in Melbourne and Sydney over the last few weeks and uh, there is the Melbourne metro market and then there's everywhere else. And uh, my journey in terms of seeing this market first and foremost was in October in Rockhampton and it was completely unrelated to COVID. Uh, In Rockhampton at that time, uh, things were starting to develop uh, with infrastructure, so projects were about to kick off, so there were a lot of workers in town. There was a hailstorm in April last year, so there were lots of roofers in rental properties and Mm -hmm. interest rates have come down, prices have gone up and mining um, homes, so back in the day, 10 years ago, people... Um, building companies and, and project marketers sold to miners and they bought all these properties and they never made money. Now they're starting to to make money and so they're selling and owner-occupiers are moving in. So my point is the market was controlled by the lack of housing and therefore tenants are paying more. And so that's when we started to see prices go up from 40 to $80. Uh, people weren't moving. Uh, with COVID, generally speaking, uh, people aren't migrating. So people are staying where they are. They're not moving overseas. They're not moving interstate. Um, They're staying where they are. And so this has created this sort of um, demand for properties. Prices going up and property managers now are not having to advertise. Um, Or they were not That's sort of changing now. Um, And that's a great thing. You know, uh, I'm obviously here for REA, but the reality is if you don't need to advertise because you've got 20 great tenants and that's kind of a good thing. The challenge um, first starts with the, the mindset of the team. And so landlords have no idea really, and they didn't certainly back in October. Yeah. They're only getting told what they know and what's on the news. And I've always said the news can be really good and it can be really bad. And right now the the property news is good. The challenge for property managers now today with landlords and understanding the importance of marketing is that why are you advertising? So if it's not to find a tenant, is it to find a future landlord? How long is the market going to be like this? No one knows. In the next 6 or 12 months, we recognise that uh, things will change. So, for instance, with our premium product, the Premier Listing, that was 30 days. Now it's 45 days. And people say, why does it even need to be 45 days? Who cares? We don't need it. We don't even need seven days. And I get that. Um, But people in Melbourne do. And also people don't understand what's going to happen in the next sort of 6 to 12 months. So we've wanted to build something that has longevity. For property managers that are struggling to talk to landlords about why they should advertise right now, it always comes back to top dollar, the best tenant, and ultimately um, branding for the agency. And so, sometimes those things are a bit taboo. You don't want to talk about how the branding is going to help the agency. But the reality is uh, there aren't many investors in the market right now. So, as an agency... If you don't have any listings on site because you've moved them so quickly, you have no presence online. And when you have no presence online, potential investors have no idea that you're there.
2: Yep. Yep. So from the the health of the agency point of view, you know, we want to be growing, attracting new investors, because when we have the market that we're currently in in a lot of places, um, we are losing a lot of um properties from our rent roll because the the sales market is also really hot and we have a lot of um first-time buyers, all that kind of thing. There's a lot of factors there. So um, it is very important to have that, you know, coming in. One one of the, so so our presence out there, but also when we're actually having that conversation with the owner, we, we can't disclose that to them. We can't say, well, you know, it's really good for us because we want more of people like you. Um, uh, for me, it's a lot around the value side of things. So, um, and, and also talking about like, okay, well, it's not necessarily going to impact you this time if we don't get marketing dollars. If we, let, Well, no, I'm going to take it back a little bit further. If we're trying to um, get a premium listing um, on realestate.com, I find that when we have multiple um, applicants, that the conversation with the owner is more around attracting the best quality Tenant we possibly can and not just receiving $20 extra but potentially $40 extra this time and I personally I think marketing really helps with this um, so we create that sense of competition is that kind of what you see as well
1: De- definitely I think you know um just like when you're selling your house like this market is hot as you said Terry and- off-market isn't happening at the moment because you can't get top dollar when you go off-market or well, you certainly don't know if you are getting the best money. And in rentals, it's the same. And so you're exactly right. Um, finding the best tenant is the conversation, um, maximising the or casting your net as wide as possible because the reality is you can find a tenant now. Like you, a signboard is effective in this market. Um, your tenant database is effective. But also, um, how do you know you're getting the best rent? And you know what? Some landlords, they may not care. They just want you to find a tenant. That's fine. And so to combat some of these things, um, my recommendation would be to first and foremost, remember, you don't need to advertise. While it's recommended, whatever, you don't need to. So if you have a landlord that says, I don't want to pay, you don't need to. You can put it on REA as a standard for $0. Depending on your subscription, you have that flexibility. But the reality is that's not going to help anyone. And it's not going to help anyone long-term because right here, right now, we're all going to be in real estate in the next 12 months probably. And so, we need to be resilient. We need to remind our clients of why marketing is important in the first place. And it's to find the best tenant. And so, um, at the end of the day, if we can't ask for $100 or $200, then we need to figure out what are the objections. And from my experience, a lot of that comes from belief. So, someone doesn't believe they need the marketing, whether that's the property manager or it's the landlord. And we just need to change that belief. Um, hmm. and if if you are open to sort of learning and changing that belief, you're going to be very successful because property management, it's easier to have that conversation with existing landlords than it is new landlords. So, as an example, if you're a BDM, my experience is it's harder uh, when you're competing for new business to promote marketing because you interview as a landlord three or four different agencies and someone's going to drop their pants. And so, you can't necessarily always compete. But you've got a rent roll of 400. That's 400 relationships with landlords. That's another 400 relationships with tenants. So, 800 relationships. And all you're doing is reminding them of the service that you've provided. Marketing is like a very, very small part of the relationship and the value that you provide. And so, with existing landlords, I find it's much easier to get a, a yes out of them because they already understand that you are looking after them, that you are... in. In their corner, you have their best interests at heart to find them the best tenant. While it might be different to last time, different as in it's either a little bit more expensive or it's a different price or a different product, whatever, um, it's important to remember that you have relationships with existing clients that you can leverage from and they're yeah. often easier to convert.
2: So I, um, just as you were talking then, it made me think about a conversation I had just this morning with an agency. And um, so what I ask is, are you recovering your marketing dollars? And they go, oh, yeah, yeah. And most of the time I said, so what, what is that price? And they're, um, oh, well, you know, it oh, it varies. And then straight away, you know, they, they started to realise that um, potentially they weren't recovering everything because they couldn't sort of name what they you know how much they were getting each month all of that kind of thing there is a point to this story what he said to me though was oh, but our prices are going up so what we're going to do is we're going to let all of our owners know that the price is going to go up and i was just like oh, no 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 that that's not what we want so i um, i'm very much a believer in utilizing those relationships you know you just said 400 people that we we've got that um, are we've got some kind of history with now it might not always be good history but the majority of them are really good I I always start the conversation and guys I'm saying conversation not email conversation with the client when the tenant first gives us their notice that they're vacating or we issue whatever the circumstances are so it's very much around talking about that and then sending through a schedule of fees or whatever it is but don't try and hide how much it's going to cost because what happens here is if they receive a statement and they didn't realize that they had to pay advertising or it was more than what they were expecting that's when the problems occur so are you along the same do you agree with me Curtis?
1: 100% Terry and I I had this conversation uh two weeks ago actually with the client that had already done that Mm -hmm. uh And they were very nervous because it's Pandora's box, my friends. Like, it's also irrelevant. So, Mm -hmm. while being transparent is absolutely important, if Terry doesn't need to advertise her property for another two years because the tenant's happy, that is irrelevant information for me. Thank you very much. Um, While you might be changing fees, whatever, that's a different conversation. But if you're saying, hey, our marketing's now $250 to everyone, it's irrelevant because someone's Mm -hmm. probably not advertised for the last you know, a couple of years and maybe someone has, maybe someone's not going to advertise for the next few years. And so it's irrelevant. So I completely agree at the right time, there is a right time, which is just before to say, hey, we have a new, we've responded to the market. We have a new marketing plan that is designed to find you the most amount of tenants to find you the best tenant. That's going to pay the most amount of money. It's $250. It'll come out from your first week's rent. Can you please acknowledge? Like, Options don't always need to be multiple. Um, I love McDonald's and I love a McValue meal. And in the value meal, I get the chips. I don't always want the chips. But the fact is it's a bundled price. When you bundle things together, it's easier for people to say yes. If you itemize things, they cross it off. A great example, in offices that have a, a sales principle leading very, very keen for signboards. Sales principles mm-hmm. are very keen for signboards and signboards are great. But if the signboard is the same cost as your digital advertising campaign, that is a waste of money because eyeballs are not coming from your signboard. You see your signboard, but no one else does. And in the marketplace, people see your signboard and they go to the internet to see what else is available. And so a signboard, for instance, is something that I think people invest in too much because no one's going there. It's just branding but it is in I can't,
2: believe, <laughs> I can't believe you're saying that Curtis oh my god so um, but I, I absolutely agree with with what you' you're saying here so with um, being irrelevant is super important I love that you talked about a bundle there because I find with the agencies that I work with where we bundle the marketing in fact there's very few options for clients we have the least resistance the team only has to learn how to sell, one product. They 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 see the value in it. And, and when we're talking bundles, your bundle might be um, a premium listing on realestate.com, it might be professional photos, it might be um, a 360-degree tour. You but um, bundling something up actually makes it really easy for you to to sell. So perhaps you if you were looking at why you're getting some resistance from your your clients around marketing? It might be that you're giving them too many options, and it's like, oh, well, I'll get rid of that one. I'll get rid of that one. And you know, they they always go for the the cheap. Like it actually makes it about the money, not the value, doesn't it?
1: Absolutely, and that's what it was sort of alluding to with the itemizing. If you're itemizing something. It it makes it a lot easier for people to cross things out. So in addition to all those things you mentioned, the reality is you should be saying that you're advertising on domain. You should be saying you're advertising your own website. You're using online forms and you're using digital inspection tools. When you articulate all of these things, you're reminding people that one ad on REA is not your marketing plan. While it might be the most expensive, it isn't all that happens. And so it's a great opportunity for everyone to highlight all of the value that's provided to landlords when it comes to attracting tenants, it isn't just an add-on REA.
2: Okay. So, I think um, in our little blurb when we were talking about you coming on today, we actually mentioned that you might have a script for us. So, we could either role play or you could just launch straight into it, Curtis.
1: Yeah. Well, I think we do the um, objections. And I think ultimately when we can get a grip of the, the the five objections or three objections that people have, and we have really good answers, particularly as PMs, it's less awkward. And what I will say is going to be different to what you will say, Terry, because you're much softer than me and nicer and you have a, a great touch. Um, I'm I'm not. So I'll just say what I think and then um, people add their own fluff to it. But my favourite one is that's expensive. So, Terry, you've said to me that... that uh,
2: and, you want to re-advertise
1: and you're like, oh, that's expensive. And without being sarcastic or a smart ass, you can, with respect, say, compared to what though? Like, what is that expensive compared to? What are you comparing it to exactly? Ultimately, there's going to be no answer or the newspaper or last time. It's expensive compared to last time. What's changed? Mm-hmm. Well, great opportunity for me to let you know what's going on in the market. So there are 250 listings on the Gimpy side at the moment. Uh, we know that 60% of people, they're not going beyond the first page. And so we've needed to up our marketing to make sure we're attracting you the most amount of eyeballs. So, as a business, it's our decision to make sure that we're marketing all of our properties as a 10 out of 10. And so, our new marketing package is this. That's great. Okay. So, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, if you talk first, you lose. And that is such yeah. an old school way of thinking in sales. But the reality is, if you mean it, and you actually want to lease their property out for mm-hmm. the in the fastest time for the most amount of money, then it's worth it. Uh, it also becomes a minimum standard. So, when we look at um, what is our marketing expectation in our office, are we in line? A great way of thinking about this is new business versus relets. Yes. Sometimes BDMs, they're actually competing with their own office. Because okay. we have a rent roll of 700, Terry, and it's really tough to get 700 people to pay $120 for new photos. So we just don't ask. And it's no good having the best ad if you've got shit photos. And so all of it is important. And so when we talk about marketing, while I'm here to talk about one digital advertising option... There is so much that's involved. And so if you bundle it together, like you said, Terry, it makes it easier for people to say yes. But also it highlights that there's a lot that goes into a marketing campaign that isn't just an ad on the internet. It is the photos. It is the signboard. It is maybe the the DLs, the online stuff. So another thing is, is actually um, around photos. And yeah. so people often don't want to get photos. And I think photos are... As important as the ad. Mm -hmm. And so the benefit of photos is we have options. And so instead of saying our photos are $120 for six as one option, you could say, but I appreciate that that's a lot of money. And so how about we just get some photos done and we can touch them up with someone like Box Brownie or at least the hero image. And then that hero image is the best photo but it's only halfway. So we could give it a crack for a week, but if we're not seeing any results, then we're probably going to need to invest in the photos anyway. So why don't we just do it now? So you can be a cheapskate now, but only for a week, because the reality is I know from my experience, these photos aren't going to cut it. Your blue walls, shit. Um, we can't touch them up. Um, but also just pausing there actually while I go on this tangent, it's also a great opportunity to use this sort of marketing conversation to provide you know recommendations um, about yeah. changes to the property. So yep. you know, while you want top dollar as well, I'm going to have to be honest and say maybe we should um, make this uh, use this as an opportunity to paint the property, take it off the market for two or three weeks. What do you want to do? Um, yep. That I think is a valuable relationship.
2: Yep, and it's actually well, we're the professionals, aren't we? We're um, we're showing value where guiding our clients where they need to go and I always say to property managers there's nothing more powerful than saying to a client in our experience because the client actually doesn't have any experience doing this like we do we're the expert we're the professional and um, just like any professional we need to practice what we're doing so I was actually as you were talking about that guys i've got an action step for you a task that i want you to do and that is to set aside some time and practice these scripts so write down the objections and then role play it in the team have training sessions and don't just do it once do it you know it might be for the month of june we concentrate on marketing and and how to recover them and how to have those tough conversations we have a whole heap of stuff in pmx site we um have like I'm happy to help. I'm sure Curtis would be happy if you reached out. He would have a whole truckload of information um, stored away. But this is, even though we're talking about it, don't just sort of listen to, yep, okay, yep, I could be doing that. Actually take action because as soon as you do, it's not as scary anymore. Uh, And Yeah, sorry. I
1: I completely agree and I think there's always someone in the office and it may even be a sales agent that Uh can be someone that, can come into a meeting with you and share their dialogue that they use uh, with with vendors, um, it is very, very similar. And once you have that confidence, you get it. But also there is another element, which is profit ability. And so yeah. at the end of the day, our products are, ven- are designed to be vendor paid, landlord paid. And so while they are more expensive than they were last year and more expensive than they were three years ago, are they more expensive than the newspaper? I don't know. Does your landlord know? I don't know. At the end of the day, if you don't get it, someone's paying for it and it's probably your office and that's not a great outcome either.
2: Well, if a business isn't profitable, it's not going to be around for very long, is it? So um, I I think we all have a responsibility there, just like we have... Everyone has a responsibility around growth too for a business. So this has been really exciting. We promised that it would only be a short one this week. I'm already like 10 minutes. I know. (laughs) I'm so glad Sean Lee's not here. She would be like, come on, Terry, wind it up. Um, But, yeah, so guys, listen to what Curtis has had to say again um, around those scripts. Schedule some time for training. Think about bundling rather than providing lots and lots of options and also think about, when you're actually having the conversation with the client. That's super important for me. So, BDMs, they're in sales mode. They're out there. Bet your bottom dollar they are practicing this kind of thing. And as property managers, we need to be um, doing exactly the same thing. So, Curtis, thank you so much for coming on. Like, we are so excited that you've joined us. And I've, like I've got a little bit of stuff that I want to talk about um, a little bit further. So you're just going to have to hang around. I'm sorry. Okay, don't go anywhere, Curtis. But um, like, guys, if you're really interested in hearing more about what we do at PMX Site, we'd love you to actually head over to pmxsite.com and check out our Foundation X membership, where you will have access to over 90 templates, like all the time along with our courses, resources, monthly training sessions, guest experts. Um, If you are a, a member of Foundation X, we have people like Curtis join us all the time, giving us or diving a little bit deeper, I guess, into the conversations. And just to give you a quick insight into this option, investment's only $89 a month for your entire agency. To access the membership, you can cancel at any time if you no longer feel like we're aligning with uh, you and your agency. But we also have a free option, a free bundle. We're talking bundles today, a free bundle option, which I think um, is actually pretty amazing. And you can actually taste test PMXide if you like, Um, access a couple of our, our courses and templates for 14 days. So if you're sitting on the fence, this could be a great option for you to really get a feel of what's involved in our membership. And that's us for now, I guess. So thank you for taking so much or taking the time out of your day to join us in this conversation. Thanks very much, Curtis. And we will look forward to bringing you another one next week. So until then, stay safe and enjoy the rest of your week.